I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What does a plastic trumpet sound like? Does it sound different? Not as good as a metal one. (laughs) (laughs) Rusty Quill presents Enthusiasm. Hello, friends and fans, and welcome to Enthusiasm. I am your host, Helen Gould, one of the best rusty quillers. And today we're talking about jazz. And I am very, very, very pleased to be joined by Beth, Callum, Kathy, and Sam. So I'm going to hand over and let them introduce themselves. Beth, what are your pronouns and what do you do? Hey, yeah, I'm Beth. I am she, her. And I am a vocal coach and a YouTuber. What's your YouTube channel about? Is it all about singing tips? It's singing. <gasps> Not all jazz, but a mix. Do you want to? Do you want to plug your your YouTube channel name? It's Beth Roars. It's my name. Well, it's kind of not my name. It's my fake name. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, Callum. You're up next. What are your pronouns and what do you do? So I'm Callum. He him. I'm the chief Martin officer for Rusty Quill though I also do have a background in music. I've done musicals that have won the Office Awards. Ooh. And particularly that was a funk, soul, jazz, rock musical kind of thing going on there. So there's a little bit of that in there. And then multi-instrumentalist and so on. Really? You play multiple instruments? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, drums, guitar, flute. And you'll find today during the conversation that flute jazz in particular is, is my key point of interest. But I kind of also play like synthesizer and like MIDI stuff on there. So arguably every other instrument via the method of cheating to just press 
two simple keys. Um, <laughs> I had no idea that you played all those instruments. Oh, this is so exciting. All right, Kathy, what are your pronouns and what do you do? Hi, I'm Kathy. I am she, her, and I am a audio master for Rusty Quill. And honestly, I don't have any particular expertise in jazz, but I enjoy the art form and I have a, an interest in jazz history due to some theater stuff I did recently and just want to kind of represent <laughs> the people who like jazz but don't know enough about it. <laughs> you are extremely welcome. You are on this podcast because you like a thing and we are always in favor of people liking things. So do not worry. And Sam, please do give us your pronouns and tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah. Hi all. I'm Sam. I'm resident composer at Rusty Quill. So I take notes, stick them together and hope they work. <laughs> yeah. I guess I've been exposed to a lot of jazz. I'm not an expert at all. I did a history of jazz module so we can Ooh. talk about some facts that may or may not be correct. But I'm so glad that Callum's the fucking soul guy because <laughs> that's that's really where my interest is, I think. Out of fusion jazz, that's maybe what I can talk about a bit more. But yeah, excited to be here. Very, very exciting. Oh, I should mention, you did the theme tune for this show as well. I did, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> after me just sending you YouTube videos like, I like this one. Can you make something that sounds a yeah. bit like that? <laughs> that's me doing weird mouth pops in the, that you, yeah. you latched onto <laughs> immediately. I was like, yes, I like the pops. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. All right. So how did you get into jazz? What was your gateway into the, I was going to say jazz universe, the u uni jazz? The, you, no, no, there's no, there's no clever way to do it. Um, would anyone like to go first? Well, I used to play saxophone. <gasps> I haven't played it in years. But I think when I was a kid, I just wanted to be Lisa Simpson. Oh. And that's where it started. <laughs> and I uh, <laughs> I was like, Mom, I'm going to learn the saxophone. And then I had to kind of learn jazz. So, And then I was like, this is great. I love this. The saxophone is such a lovely instrument. It's got such a... I want to describe it as a, like a round sound. Ooh. I don't... Oh, yes. God, what's that? Audience, Sam just picked up a saxophone <laughs> and showed it off. <laughs> you were just started describing, so I thought, you know, visual aid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if I was to, it's, it's more of a squiggly sound going off the instrument itself. But yeah, I love listening to saxophones because, like, I'm into jazz because my dad was super into jazz and. He had this old record player that he'd bought when he was a student and he would just like blast it through the house. Like he was downstairs and my bedroom was upstairs and I would hear whatever he was playing. Like he would wake me up on the weekend sometimes. <laughs> Anyone else want to talk about your intro to jazz? Yeah, I had a, I had a very similar one to Beth. I was... Uh... I actually started on clarinet, was my first instrument, mm -hmm. and then wanted to be cooler. <laughs> so around the age of 12, I did a very slow transition to saxophone by buying a straight black saxophone, soprano saxophone, mm. which is very much like a clarinet, but sounds totally different. And so I started playing in, in uh, sax quartets and then eventually big bands and stuff at school. So that was my beginnings an attempt to be cool because let's be honest it is cool mm -hmm. it is also i forgot to mention i used to play trombone but i was never very good at it so um yes <laughs> yay trombone did you used to play trombone <laughs> <laughs> well kathy you were just overjoyed so i'm gonna come to you to ask you about your intro to jazz <laughs> well mine is very much the same as sam mentioned i was in band since third grade mm. and i started out on tuba and I got the chance to listen to the jazz band play over the years. And I really, really, really wanted to play with the jazz band because they sounded cool. Yeah. But there was a lot for the tuba to do other than follow the string bass line. So eventually I started learning to play bass trombone as well, just so I had something to actually do in the jazz band. <laughs> and uh, just kind of, you know, enjoyed my time there while they let me. It was nice. <laughs> Aww. 
And Callum, how about you? So, I'm not actually sure if I remember, but I know how I got into some of the jazz genres that particularly piqued my interest, and that was that was through picking up some new instruments and kind of wanting to see what was played with those instruments. So, like, in particular, I... I assume because it was cheap and seemed interesting, I got a tin whistle. And it turns out tin whistle is a very iconic jazz instrument, ah. quite an influential jazz instrument. So that was kind of one. And I was also, I, I decided to get a ukulele because I guess it was cool to get ukuleles at that time um, when I was about Yeah, I remember 13. the ukulele craze. <laughs> ukulele jazz is a thing and um and that's a very unique and interesting sound and plucking ukulele is great too <laughs> beth pointing to her ukulele there <laughs> it's 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 very not to go on too much of a tangent but i to me i was always drawn with the ukulele to actually to not strum and to sort of like mm. pluck at it because and maybe it's just because with hands the size of my hands you can kind of just you have the whole neck of a ukulele pretty much covered it doesn't take the stretching the handout skill when i have quite stubby fingers for a multi-instrumentalist to be fair than a guitar and it was kind of just an excuse to do more of that but i guess when you kind of play something you try to then understand it a bit more and i guess you sort of i don't know i feel like that was my journey into it was being like looking for pieces of music to play and then inevitably you hear them because you're trying to play them and understand them and you can't help but become interested through osmosis i guess Mm. so what i'm hearing is that all of us in some way have played a jazz instrument or can sing in a jazzy style because that's where I'm yeah. I'm I'm a much better singer than I was a tromponist. <laughs> oh, I'm the same. I'm a singer more than anything else. So. <laughs> yeah. We could start a jazz band. Yeah. We should. We actually could. <laughs> oh, oh, that, I'll file that away for later consideration. I feel like we should on this call. I was, we should need I was going to say Callum, there's some instruments lying around. I mean, why wait? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just get on with it. I know we should. We need to rewind back. This has already came up, and it's clearly fate that we should be playing today. Let's <laughs> go. Let's do a very experimental enthusiasm, and we don't talk. We just riff off each other for an hour, and then that's it. <laughs> talk with our instruments. Yeah. I mean, enthusiasm is an excellent name for a jazz band as well. It is brilliant. It is true. <laughs> oh my gosh, I had never noticed that. Yeah, that is a. It is a good band name aren't i smart <laughs> excellent i hope the marketing department did the due diligence and got that one like trademarked down <laughs> i wonder who responsibility that kind of thing might have been <laughs> i mean i don't think i've said it on a podcast yet but enthusiasm was actually a joke title i was like we could call it this this and this or we could always call it enthusiasm and alex was like yes oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to segue into the question I wrote down later, which is like, what is your favorite instrument to hear in like jazz? Or do you think that it's all about like the whole or because there's always a section in most jazz songs where each player gets to do their own little thing for a while, gets a little solo in which they can just go, you know, or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. do we have any opinions on this? Yeah, I, I kind of do, but it's it's not not a satisfactory one. I think it's that <laughs> it depends on the player. Mm. I think I think it, like, it really depends on the player and kind of and context as well. I think the best players make the best solos, mm-hmm. and and so in that sense, I don't really have a favorite instrument. I mean, I was just again, I'm going back to my fusiony uh, thing here. I was listening <laughs> to a bit of Snarky Puppy earlier, and like there's this Corey Henry solo on synths, and it's just mind blowing. And yeah, another you know more trad jazz kind of thing on trumpet is, is also amazing mm. so yeah I, I don't know I don't really have although you, when you said trombone I something happened in my heart I was like oh there's nothing better than a trombone solo but you know <laughs> really yeah yes. trombone solos are awesome they're so good <laughs> why is that why do you think a trombone is great for me it's like the idea of this agile virtuosic solo being on a trombone as an orchestrator <laughs> You know, that's just something that doesn't happen. And yet it happens all the time in jazz and it's always great. because I think it, it's got a particular sound because it's so difficult to do as well. Mm. It's, it's, not, it's not like everything's at your fingertips, as it were. You, you've really got to yeah, make something of the mechanics of the instrument to make it work. And yeah. I think that really lend, you know, lends itself to something interesting. 
you know worth listening to that's that's my opinion on that well that's what makes it brilliant though too mm. is the, the fact that the trombone you are not you're not tied into valves you're not tied into keys mm. you've got a slide and all you're doing is you're just moving that slide back and forth you've got all of the notes basically to choose from which like really opens it up expressively mm. in an expressive way which is like a core part of jazz I don't know. Just jumping off what you said there, yeah, it's <laughs> it's fun having trombone and jazz all the time. Yeah, you know, I really love clarinet though, Sam. Even though you said it wasn't cool, I love clarinet. <laughs> because... Well, see, it's interesting. Before I started saxophone, I wasn't even really aware of clarinet as in <laughs> jazz. I mean, I was quite young. Jazz, yeah. I was quite young, <laughs> but like, and I and I guess I'd played some sort of Dixieland style things mm. without really being aware that that's also jazz and also cool yeah yeah no i i kind of i just wanted to i think it was honestly the image you know yeah, yeah. the image of holding a saxophone is just so much cooler but i know exactly <laughs> what you mean clarinets are awesome i'm not i'm not dissing clarinets at all my first love <laughs> yeah i think they're really nice because you know in in jazz there's so many kind of metally sounding instruments mm. uh, not as in metal yeah. rock hands <laughs> that you can't hear that but you know i think it's got such a it's just softer isn't it warmer mm. than a lot of the other instruments so sometimes it's nice to have that different edge mm. it's also um again getting sort of boring orchestration on it but there's a lot more variation in the sound of a clarinet from bottom to top than a saxophone saxophones are fairly homogenous in their tombra. Mm. There you go. But yeah, the, the the clarinet has a lot more variation. It can be really, really cool. Callum, what are your opinions on best instrument to listen to? That is a good question. So I've already mentioned the tin whistle. <laughs> now, I find that an extremely interesting instrument. I've also already mentioned flute. So I, I like jazz flute, and I guess tin whistle jazz kind of like leans a little bit into what flutes do. Mm. However, with... A very unique sound characteristic that at times can be, to be honest, completely obnoxious um, <laughs> and really quite rough, particularly since a lot of recordings that were done with Tin Whistle in the genre of Quayla Jazz were very like rough, shorn stuff done in people's homes and things like that. So it, there's like some imperfections to it that kind of like endear you to it and kind of can be challenging on the ear, which uh, makes it almost all the more rewarding a genre to get into. Mm. But then on the other side of things, I think that one of the things that sort of makes jazz jazz is the fact that you're not necessarily bound to an individual instrument yeah. and doing lots of different stuff with lots of different instruments. And and a genre that I'm really into, exotica, is actually almost like the genre of just recycling other people's compositions on, on other instruments. I think that... Yes, there's one instrument that I like, but jazz is kind of defined by people trying to play different types of songs or like existing methods or um, or sounds on on new instruments and just taking it and transposing it for for like their band and what instruments they use. Yeah. See, I'm almost completely opposite opinion in that my favorite instrument to hear when I'm listening to jazz is the trumpet, which for me I think is just the classic jazz instrument. I cannot I cannot think of trumpets without thinking of jazz and vice versa. And that's probably really influenced from my dad's taste. He was very into the very brassy sounding artist, very much uh, Count Basie kind of dude. I wanted to go back briefly. Sam, you mentioned Dixieland. Mm. Should we just clarify what that is for the audience? Oh, Christ. <laughs> On the spot, Helen. Thank you. It's okay. If anyone else wants to define it, we can <laughs> we can share the burden. The the earliest sort of parts of jazz come from a combination of early blues and marching music, mm-hmm. and Dixieland is, was a tangent of a tangent, a sort of offset of that, which ended up kind of. So this is we're talking sort of the deep south of the states here where it became a bit more of a thing you sat and listened to rather than, you know, it started to become its own thing. That's when jazz started to form and Dixieland is is, is pretty much one of the earliest forms of jazz as we might understand it now, when it's not like marching bands combined with that kind of blues culture. That's my understanding of what Dixieland is. And so 
I think that's probably the reason why it's a clarinet, not a saxophone, is that clarinets spin around much longer. Because mm. a saxophone's only, you know, I think early 19th century, mid 19th century invention. But yeah, that, that's my understanding of it. Anyone else know better? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very tangential and a very complex music history, not just for Dixie, but all of like jazz, really. I mean, we're talking. We got the brass bands, mm-hmm. like Sam said. We've got blues, ragtime, syncopated dance bands all happening in the same era of like pre-World War One. All just started happening all at the same time. So it's really hard to pinpoint all of the different characteristics. But to what Sam was saying, with Dixie, these brass bands were especially popular down in New Orleans, mm-hmm. Nolens. New Orleans, however the listener wants to interpret it. And they started doing competitions back and forth in the streets. They were so popular and so good, they started playing at each other. And it kind of led into the style of of, a music competition, of riffing off each other, trying to one-up each other. And now if you go down to, to listen to, like, Dixie in New Orleans, you can kind of see where that has evolved into like the, again the bands playing in the street or, or at mardi gras mm. doing music back and forth sorry i think i i ran off with your topic there but it's just so cool how music like actively evolves all the time i can't stop talking about well, it well you're right i I'd agree because in, in sort of modern history of music jazz has been something of a, like a core of that and you can see that thread mm. through almost all music we listen to now and that's the thing that's so interesting to me about jazz is that it really has fed into everything in the last 100, 150 years. Yeah. And yeah, that, that you know, just being an early example, but it, these styles were so kind of incestuous around that time, around the turn of the century. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. It's, it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. There's also like a lot of parallel development and then like, I guess, cross-pollination going on with jazz as well between mm-hmm. what was happening in New Orleans and in like Johannesburg in, in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And what was really interesting, at least to me personally, is they both developed scenes of playing very early kind of proto-jazz music in and around the late 1910s and 1920s. And in both cases, it was influenced by marching bands in, in particular, in Johannesburg, they had the Scottishes, that was the very Scottish regiment. And then in New Orleans, they had marching bands as well. And then what seemed to happen is that artists would like travel across the world and play in, in other cities and records would be, would be traded. Often improvised records and stuff would be traded and, and they would kind of cross pollinate with each other or arguably something in the DNA of that marching band music took just a natural progression that sort of like developed over time in, in similar ways. So either there was, either there was cross pollination, which is assumed, but then there's also the potential that the jazz almost like took the same path in two different parts of the world at the same time. And I, I kind of find that quite, quite fascinating the way that the way that jazz is built and the way that it's crossed into so many things. And mm. when it exploded in global popularity, it just sort of went, Oh, what's happening musically in this country we're going to have some of that and we're going to we're going to create a hybrid genre over here. I feel like it's almost like present on this call because we probably all have very different uh, tastes and interests in jazz too <laughs> because it's like it's a super topic as big as like oh let's just talk about books. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm yeah. very aware how many different genres and subgenres of jazz are because I know very because I really like a really good vocalist in mm-hmm. general in my taste in music i like a vocalist who when i hear them i'm like ah oh, yes that is so and so it could not be anyone else so when i hear billy holiday or she's my favorite louis armstrong and that's my second favorite <laughs> <laughs> i'm sensing beth that you and i have similar tastes <laughs> yeah like when i hear them i'm like yes that that is yes that is them mm. and i like to be able to recognize people straight away in that way. Yes. And I think jazz allows for that in yeah. instruments and vocals in that yes. it allows so much freedom compared to many like before that. I, I mean, no, not really before that because then people were improvising, but 
when everything started to become written down more mm. so, it felt like there wasn't as much improvisation and jazz allows this freedom to just do what you like, to sound like you like, to make crazy noises and it be absolutely fine. It's just part <laughs> of it. Um, and just express yourself in the way that's most authentic to you. And it doesn't matter if you're playing bass or you're singing, but that's what's lovely about it. Yeah. And there's not, I mean, I don't feel like there's in, genres for me that really embodies it, that feeling of freedom in the same way. Mm. Or certainly if there is, a lot of it has been influenced by jazz. Yeah. I really wish that I knew a lot more about jazz history now because mm. I'm thinking very much about how how it's rooted in black history, particularly. Yes. Mm -hmm. And gospel music. And about the, the freedom of like the way that jazz sounds and the way that you're allowed to be, how that is potentially linked to to the oppression that black people at the time who were inventing all of this stuff, mm -hmm. to that coming out. Because I know that when I'm feeling really shit, I tend to get more creative. <laughs> um, so I can only imagine. And it also makes me think of how, like, you were mentioning how different jazz bands would be competing. And my mind immediately went to, oh, so like, rap battles that people will be would be doing you know 60 70 years later the constant invention i think is something that is often very much rooted in black culture mm -hmm. oh for sure i mean the um i was just going to say you know we mentioned i think i mentioned earlier the sort of blues culture which obviously come stems from slavery and the singing in the fields mm. and that influence in it, I think that's kind of the crux of it because every culture in the world has what's called a pentatonic scale. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you'll hear this. Is it worth me playing on the piano? Yes, please do. Yeah. Please do. But only just just the scale. Okay. Mm. But what blues brought is this. There were, there's this anguish in the sound which created the blues note. You know, mm. and that fed into everything. And I think that just that spirit of freedom, right? I, there's no other word for it, really. And just like bringing some freedom into the music, that's really kind of fed into all of all of jazz, I think. Even just something as simple as that. Take any other culture, pentatonic scales are everywhere, but no one's kind of done that. Mm. And it's something so simple, but it, you can kind of hear that that pain and that what you were saying, Helen. And, and absolutely, I think that's that's really just seeped into all types of jazz. That's how it all kind of started f from from my point of view. Is just that change? Yeah, is that it, it needed that extra something when they were all singing together? Yeah. That little clash is the clash against the rest of the, the rest of the chords that just makes it feel a kind of, I, I don't want to say uneasy. It's like, it's like defiant in its own way. Yeah. Like it's defiantly like, I'm going to sit just off the rest of this chord. Yeah. And then it actually just sounds wicked. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's very much the, the spirit of slave songs being sung and being, and being played out on plantation and off plantation the work songs the spiritual songs all of those i mean it was all about something a form of expression that couldn't be controlled mm. Mm. the the way the way that i would put it is that like the the mere fact of finding creative joy that is in, in itself the defiance it's the i am going to find my joy and find happiness in this thing that you cannot take away from me and that, to me, is very powerful. On that, I think we're going to take a little break and then we'll come back and we'll talk a bit more about jazz. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And welcome back. So... Let's get into some specifics. Does anyone have like a favorite jazz musician or singer? Because Beth, you you mentioned Billie Holiday earlier. Do you want to do you want to talk a bit more about her? I just feel like she is someone who isn't perfect in many ways, but is very creative, and mm. she takes a lot of the imperfections, especially within her voice as she got older. Mm. She takes them and makes it into something that is really emotional, that really like makes the audience feel something. Yeah. So whether it's the cracks or the breaks in her voice or the way that her, I mean, she definitely had vocal damage by the end of her, mm. her life, but rather than kind of shying away from anything, she fully embodied that. And I mean, I don't know if anyone has seen, again, that recent movie, there's Lady Sing the Blues, but there's the, the new one that's just come out with Andrew Day. So it has a bit more about the history, but her whole life is incredible about civil rights and, of course, Strange Fruits. And that is a really important song. Mm. And it's a really like visceral song. Like I feel I, it's horrible to even think about the words of those songs, but um, the bravery that she has is fantastic. I just, I love her. Yeah. That thing you said about imperfections in someone's voice, that, that's one of the things that I love mm. in a vocalist. I would much rather listen to someone distinguishable but not always perfect mm. than someone who was completely note perfect but mm-hmm. could be anybody. Yeah. Yeah, and the same with Ines Simone because, no, she's not the best singer in the world, but I love the the passion. I love like the, just the sound of her voice. Like She's got a very specific power she has massive power in her voice i guess Mm. that's what i'm trying to say yeah i saw her do a cover of a song called feelings i can't remember the name of the guy who wrote it first i think it was like morris something anyway i I highly recommend that if you look up nina simone feelings that's an excellent demonstration of what i mean any other favorites from anyone else so i really like quaila jazz music and in particular i really like uh spokes machine very quickly, Callum, what's Quayla jazz music? So Quayla jazz music is a very particular type of jazz from South Africa. Mm. I guess it specifically 
is a genre that's often played on tin whistle slash penny whistle mm. or occasionally through solo on the saxophone. It's it's really about repetition of, of two to four bar patterns throughout. Yeah. It was one of the first musical progressions in jazz in South Africa to sort of move more towards a swingish type of drum beat. Mm. Whereas before that, it had often been quite sort of straight and driving, really sort of drawing on those... Um, on the influence of marching bands. And at the point of Quayla, it sort of like spun off a little bit more in the in the swing direction. But it's basically just a particular subgenre of South African jazz music. Spokes Machine, in particular, is an artist who was quite influential within that space and actually managed to get some sort of global acknowledgement for the music that they were playing mm-hmm. on the penny whistle and then as someone who took the genre and then began to introduce the saxophone as well <laughs> its influence actually on, on on other jazz progression and stuff like kind of can't be overlooked mm. particularly spokes machine i think also like the best sort of route into listening to the genre would be to listen to spokes machine mm. kathy any favorites from you Oh, gosh. As the person who can't really keep a catalog of famous artists in her head, no, I like it all. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it really That's is. Fine. <laughs> the funny thing about jazz is, I mean, it's all about expression, right? So you're just hearing everybody's different types of expressions, and, and it's just all about kind of what resonates with you in the moment. Mm. There'll be some days where, like, Louis Armstrong yes. is, you know, a big popular one. I, I, I love Louis as well. Uh, there's some days I, I love to listen to, to him belting out a tune or, like, singing Mac the Knife or something like that. <laughs> and then other days where I just can't get into it because my my mental or emotional state isn't there. But, mm. I mean, that's because that's what's like a lot of other music, too. It resonates with you emotionally and because it's so there's so much expression and meaning behind it as a music form. It can be all over the place. Yeah. One one artist that recently came back into my sphere is um Sam Palafian. He is a jazz tuba player. And starting to listen to some of his stuff, the amount of technicality and flexibility he does on the tuba going into all these different classic jazz songs is just beautiful. I mean, after a while, you forget you're listening to a tuba and it's just you're listening to someone's deep soul just mm. kind of coming out through the instrument it's it's great i love that you mentioned um louis armstrong which reminded me does anyone has anyone heard uh, louis jordan no gosh i think louis jordan and his timpani five so they did so many songs that i know really well now like he did this song called um is you is or is you ain't my baby and there's this one song called five guys named mo does anyone know that song it sounds familiar. I wish I remembered the tune. It goes like, there's Big Mo, Uliada, itty bitty Mo, Uliada, four eyed Mo, Uliada, no Mo, Uliada, look them brothers, like that. <laughs> I love it though. It sounds great. <laughs> Does anyone recognize it? Oh, I'm the only person who knows about Louis Jordan. I wish I knew that song. <laughs> he's He's got so many... A lot of them are really funny. There's one There's one song, I think it's called Chartreuse, and it's just like, you've dyed your hair Chartreuse. I'm going to go and tell your mum. <laughs> there's one called Saturday Night Fish Fry, which is just about the fish bar down the road. And there's so much fun in his songs and in his music. And then he's got a couple of, they're funny. They're really funny lyrics a lot of the time. And then some of them are kind of bluesy and romantic. Like the one I mentioned, is you is or is you ain't my baby. And then there's like this piano goes, anyway, that's a recommendation for you. <laughs> I just wanted to mention the other Louis. <laughs> that's in my mind. <laughs> Sam, give us your favorites. I just have to point out the amazing hand motions <laughs> you were doing there, Helen. This is how you play, play piano, piano, right? Super. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, kind of like Kathy, I'm, I'm a bit of a fickle listener, to be honest. It's kind of mood dependent. Mm. And, you know, the the purists are going to roll their eyes and cross their arms. But I, I, I definitely, the stuff I listen to most tends to branch from funk. Mm-hmm. I just, I just love funk music. And I know we've talked a lot about 
the kind of the freedom of jazz and that's the sort of important factor and i just i think a lot of purists are like well funk kind of takes a bit of that away but uh, yeah I, I i do listen to a lot of like snarky puppy and and wolfpack and and things like that i just find that super cool and they're, they're always so like tight as an ensemble it's there's something really satisfying about that as well I, again it's kind of very sort of different to, to trad jazz but i do have a lot of appreciation for jacob collier yes for those that know him he's uh, for, a lot of people don't like him because he <laughs> over complicates something that's not quite jazz a lot of the time but the the guy's a genius he's an he's a genuine prodigy the thing that he does i think that's really nice is that he makes a lot of the ideas of like jazz harmony Mm. and the complexities therein but you know it's also you know about not just sticking to a lot of like pop sensibilities it's like he he's really freeing in the way he uses harmony and yet it's somewhat accessible as well so yeah i i i, I, do, I do really appreciate what he does for the music community but yeah uh, in terms of like classics let's say i i love coltrane as a saxophonist yeah he's he's up there i would i'd say that's the standout for me probably I, although i never listened to it i i remember because i i remember having to write an essay on it of ornette coleman oh. and just and just finding the fact that he made this this free jazz album on like a plastic trumpet and <laughs> just kind of hilarious and awesome yeah, and they were about the same time. It all happened, is it 59, where a load of jazz albums came out and it's kind of like uh, Miles Davis and kind of blue. All, all those kinds of albums all happened around the late 50s, I think. And he was he was one of them. that Things started to branch off and weird things happened. Yeah, it's all very interesting. <laughs> what does a plastic trumpet sound like? Does it sound different? Not as good as a metal one. <laughs> Yes. I think he was like entirely self-taught as well. He had yeah, uh, same with saxophone. But yeah, he 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 kind of he was a multi-instrumentalist, kind of did everything. But yeah, it's it sounds like a plastic trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> that also reminds me of an anecdote my dad once told me. I don't know if any of you know this one about there was one jazz musician who something happened to his trumpet and like he dropped it or something and it had like a massive like dent in it. It's Dizzy Gillespie. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, it, it, that's it, the it one. It was like that, and he carried on playing with it. Yeah. Yes, and it gave it gave him like a really unique sound. Yeah, he also he's the guy that played with rig puffed out cheeks as well. He looked really funny when he was playing, <laughs> but he was awesome too. That's oh Dizzy Gillespie. Yeah, that's that's on there. That's on the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me. Let, I'm good. I'm looking up now. Oh yeah, I know him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're going to move on to our last question, which is, where would you recommend people new to the genre to start? Like, what do you think is a good introductory artist to listen to? If you want something that's like crossover, this is, I, everyone's going to be like, because it's not really jazz, because it's, <laughs> but if you want something, I was going to say postmodern jukebox or something like that. If you're not into jazz at all, something that takes any other genre and adds a jazz twist mm. is kind of a good gateway a gateway jazz thing yeah or even like the lady gaga tony bennett things the tony <laughs> bennett does a whole series of i love them of like jazz songs of like lady gaga amy winehouse there's like a, a whole bunch on there they're really great i've never heard of this what is this he it's just on his youtube channel he's oh. got like um well i guess he yeah he just released them on youtube and maybe he released it as an album as well i'm not sure <laughs> but uh yeah the lady gaga and tony bennett lady is a tramp is really beautiful and really uh Aww. they're really great together and she has really cool blue hair <laughs> <laughs> any other recommendations uh, I mean, not to sound like a one-track record here, but but I mean, funk's a pretty good way to get into jazz. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, that might be a good start. Or like, just kind of looking into Quincy Jones stuff, like mm. really good arrangers, I find pretty appealing. There's another guy whose name's gone out of my head completely, but used to do all of the, the sort of bigger band arrangements in like the 50, 40s, 50s those those kinds of things like the stuff the stuff that frank sinatra would sing over that stuff mm. they're really good ways to get in i think i mean you can't go wrong with the uh, winton marcellus yeah be like a trumpet 
<laughs> it's always there, and there's a big catalog to pull from as far as like listening. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that's again that's probably gets poo pooed on by purists, but some anime jazz is actually really freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking like Cowboy Bebop. Mm. If you listen to that intro track, just like the bass line that gets laid down <laughs> over over the main theme is just beautiful and there's 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 a surprising amount of jazz musicality in some mm. animes and you know if that's your thing go find out where those instrumentalists and those musicians and composers are and start listening to those work and figure out where they got their inspiration from and then go listen to that that's yeah, really all finding something that resonates with you and then mm. and then go backwards from there <laughs> and what about you callum so I just basically talked about how great Exotica was. I feel like because that is literally an easy listening genre, is like it's the classification thing that people like to give. Mm. I would say anything by Les Baxter, really extensive back catalogue. You can just put it on in the background. It's not going to like overcomplicate things, but it's gonna it's gonna be quite relaxing, good to listen to. When I was talking about favorite musicians before, I totally left off Herbie Mann. Mm. Really, really extensive back, back catalog of music. Played a lot of very interesting flute, like one of the great one of the great jazz flute players. Very known for popularizing bossa nova music, as well as uh, I guess a lot of like the Afro Cuban sound and stuff. He did a lot with that and sort of popularizing that as well. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely start with. Herbie Mann and Les Baxter and I mentioned Spokes Machine before and I feel like if you want to know a little bit about the less discussed roots of jazz music I think I would I would look at the Quayla jazz of Spokes Machine. Cool I think what I would recommend is probably I would I think technically it's a swing song I guess since it's in the title but it don't mean a thing if you ain't got that swing just because that has both Ella Fitzgerald and Duke Ellington in it. And it's so good. I love that song. I love that song. Also, it sticks with you. Like, it's now in my head for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, I'm literally swaying to it in my head yeah. right now. Do I, do I, do I, do I, do I. <laughs> I have one more controversial pick. Ooh. And I would say that maybe, like, a lot of people would not have trouble leaping from an interest in rock or indie music into Go-Go Penguin. Oh, I don't know them. I feel like they have some sort of jazz elements that I think that if you already like those things, you're not going to have a problem with Go-Go Penguin, and then you can be like, okay, so I've sort of conquered the genre, and then you could move on to something that's a little bit more traditionally jazz. (laughs) Although I feel like we are making it sound like jazz is a a genre that you're like, you have to go soft. But actually, like... You can it's, it's like yeah. a lot of, you can you can just, just listen to one. jazz yeah. like we're trying to like, scoot around it. There is lots of uh, you know just go listen to like Ella Fitzgerald or like any of the classics that, and they're there. Yeah, God, I'll just chuck some Miles Davis in there. It'd be great. Yeah. Okay. So with all of those recommendations that I hope you listeners have taken note of, I think we're going to close this episode out. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you've had fun just like we have, especially since jazz is all about having fun. But for now, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from everyone else. Do you want to say goodbye, everybody? Goodbye. Enthusiasm is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share-Alike 4.0 International License. It is directed by Helen Gould, produced by Lori Ann Davis, with executive producers Alexander J. Newell and April Sumner, and edited by Marissa Ewing, Tessa Vroom, Jeffrey Nils Gardner and Catherine Ranella. Thanks for listening. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code GLOW. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later.